welcome to She Anime Podcast, where four online friends who watch way too much anime come together and talk about it. This week, we will be talking about My Hero Academia, specifically the manga. This is your spoiler warning now to turn back if you haven't read the MHA manga and intend to do so in the future. Don't forget to come back to us when you've caught up. Now, we may be talking about mature themes and content, so if that's not for you, that's totally fine. If you're sticking around, please enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to She Anime Podcast. Today we revisit a topic from before, but a little different than last time. Yes, we are back on My Hero Academia. Ha ha. But this time, it's all about the manga. This is your second spoiler warning. Number two. We're going, I'm telling you, because we are going beyond and plus ultra the current anime line and diving into wherever the fall Korikoshi is stealing our beloved show. We don't know. I'm telling you. Expect rants, expect passion, expect dramatic discussion. You know the usual. You guys already know. With me, as always, I've got Shay Cat and Kenzie. I'm Keto. And yes, our third episode of season one was also about MHA. I'm Kenzie, and this is for Horikoshi himself. You're losing me. Come on, pick it up. <laughs> and I'm Shay, and I'm actually here for this one. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Shout out to Lexi, uh, my yeah. twin, for, for, uh, that spot. for <laughs> being my time. twin <laughs> for the last one. one. But now I'm really excited to get to talk about my hero for the first time with you guys. Um, and I'm Kat, and get ready for lots of dubby love for me. Because what else would you expect? You mean from the, like, one chapter he was in in the past, the like, one. 60? The hey. one. Hey. <laughs> no, he got I, a new one. He got I, a new one. It was completely ooh, pointless, but he got a new excuse one. Excuse I have ooh. all of the screenshots of every single chapter that he has ever appeared in, so. I don't oh, get my it. bless your heart. Um, <laughs> y'all, I tell you, I know there's lines to draw, but that's, let me stop. That is not what we're here for. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> we left the anime. <laughs> <clears throat> never never um never simp shame we don't do that here <clears throat> all right we left the anime at the end of season five the students and the pros alike aligned on the cusp of war buckle in anime watchers because that arc is going to be a doozy speaking of since the war arc was such a monumental turning point for the plot i mean it literally was like 50 chapters it spanned an entire year um, of updates uh, what did you guys think about it what did you think about the war arc anything from the plot to the character to the effect that had on the story's timeline how you feeling kenzie start us off all right the war arc is by far my favorite arc of the series to date mm-hmm. it somehow worked in and I'm, I'm like really comparing it to like Endgame and infinity war right now maybe because i'm a marvel kick but it worked in all of these characters while where Endgame kind of made it fall flat where it just felt like we were getting flashes of characters here it felt like they all had a purpose in the plot line and we saw all of their stories and it wasn't overly saturated and I could follow the plot I wasn't like jumping in between characters like wait where the fuck are we again where is this person Mm -hmm. where is this person um it just and it had some surprises and like really shocking moments except when he fucking like whited out Dobby's like 
I'm. Oh yeah, the blocking out of the name. Yeah, he should have just revealed it there. He knew. He knew we all knew. We all knew. We all. We all knew. But that was not shocking to me. But that was shocking that he did that. (laughs) Yeah, Um, correct. You said white. I thought you meant the stupid hair. Anyway. Oh, oh, that was dumb too. That was really dumb. That that annoyed me. And what did he pour over? We don't know. Okay. What takes you? From black to white that quickly, like what? The rumor there there was a rumor that he was literally like just dirty. They said it was (laughs) soot. I said, "Excuse you? You thought that man hasn't showered in fifteen? No." But also, it's like. When did you have temporary hair dye in? Like at first, I thought he was just. They were just trying to do fan service. Like they were just trying to be like, oh, let me get like you know drenched in the rain and then shake my hair out. But no, it literally just dripped away. It, it was, was like, weird. Let me stop. That's not we were. <laughs> we anyway. the cat said we're gonna talk about Dobby. We clowned about Dobby. Let me stop. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> anyway, my favorite part though would have to be Bakugo pushing Deku out of the way. Yes. It was just, and that was getting spoiled very easily out in the media at that time because it was so profound. And I think I did, I knew something happened with Bakugo, but I didn't know what happened. So I did get to read it in real time. And I remember reading it and actually getting emotional for the first time in the manga. Bakugo has my entire heart. I will not even lie. And to see his growth come to fruition with this one sacrifice, Mm -hmm. it gives me chills just talking about it. And it highlights a couple of points. It has the idea that he doesn't have to be the one to beat the big bad. That -hmm. doesn't have to be your role for you to be important. All that matters in this moment is that he does what he can do to take him down. And sometimes, again, your part isn't that main attraction. And he knows that it's Deku that has to defeat all for one. He's accepted that now. He knows it's not about beating Deku right now. It's about making sure Deku beats him. And there's also this, and he, and we've seen that, but this is like his first real admittance of it. And mm-hmm. Bakugo's someone who doesn't all, his words don't always line up with his actions. He'll tell like Hiroshima that he hates him and then be like, hey, it's raining out. Put on a fucking shirt. Like <laughs> It's cold. You're going to be cold. Um, and like throw him his sweatshirt. That's, that's Bakugo. And I think in this moment, it's, it's also an, an apology of, and we, we get to listen to his thoughts too. And I just love it. An apology for the way he's treated Deku an apology and, and almost like a promise that I'm going to make sure that you make it out of this because he knows he has to. <laughs> Kido's like just loving this. You don't jump in any I'm sorry. <laughs> you can jump in anytime. No, I you good. Run it because you're and, saying it. And when he's we're listening to his thoughts, it's like my body moved on my own. There's so much that goes into that choice. It's it, it's not, and he's even mm-hmm. saying, like, I didn't consciously think of it. I just I've accepted that this is my role. And I think it's just really profound. And once it's animated, it's going to go down in anime history as one of the Story. most memorable moments. Mm-hmm. Because and, and, you, and the anime watchers are going to lose their shit. Who doesn't love a good parallel? Y'all know I'm a slut for a parallel. And my body moved on its own. Are you kidding me? I was in tears. Let me stop. Kenzie, I'm over here also, fighting back words. Tears. Post that, we have the hospital scenes. And I'm sorry, Horikoshi reads Bakadeku fanfic. Please, oh, please, please. 100%. Please. There's that no was a fucking scene. way. I've read it multiple times. The exact he wakes fanfic. up screaming, where is he? Like, just, 
beautiful yes. and then there's this apology it's just mm, it's great all right Chef's kiss. you can go Chef's on about kiss. Dobby I, I went on about Bobby. <laughs> no, you can go on about Dobby. <laughs> so first off you know yes this work is absolutely crazy and I want to talk about a small moment before um I start talking about Dobby's moment because the Hawks versus twice thing um and Hawks um getting burned by Dobby so Hawks was always has always kind of had a gray area about him and um especially in terms of him being a hero because of his role with the hero commission um and this fight with twice is brutal between the two of them like this is like I feel like this is like one of the first times you actually get to like feel like an actual like somebody's gonna die at the end of this and who knows who's gonna be the one that's gonna end up dead kind of thing I didn't think they were gonna kill him and then um and then so um the Hawks ultimately winds up killing twice he does but then not. then <laughs> and then Dobby comes you know shows up and burns the shit out of Hawks I thought Hawks was not going to be able to make it out of that because like he burned like when I, I when when um uh oh my gosh what's his name Tokiyami Tokiyami I was like I was like bird boy <laughs> when Tokiyami shows up and literally it's just like oh my god his back because his back was like my son was a lot. mummy after that fight a mummy and <laughs> he was twice. He had an AAC device. He's he the did. speech person, and, and he was so happy. Little baby wings after the fact, just like yeah, little bird wings. Yeah. Um, but then also in this, uh, like lashing out between like Dobby and Hawks, because there is a little bit of a um a, of a fight between the two of them before Dobby gets the upper hand. Um. And this is also kind of where Dobby does the teaser that Kenzie was talking about, the the teaser of his backstory of who he actually is. I and, wonder who he could be. Because <laughs> literally it's a black box over the voice bubble of what he's saying as if like the fandom hadn't already guessed and put two and two together because it was supposed to be like this some big huge re- reveal have been if he didn't take so long to reveal right i know like it took a long time um and then um so this then leads in leads me into one of my favorite parts um everybody hates this art everybody hates this part but it's my favorite because dobby's basically my favorite character um you see it though did you see it oh i i i know why I, I will fully admit I know why, but doesn't make me love it any less. Um, I know you did. I so know. it's okay. It's um so it's called Dobby's Dance. Literally, that's what the chapter is called is Dobby's Dance. Um so <laughs> Dobby, along with the rest of the league, finally shows up at this big huge battle between Deku and uh, Shigaraki. Um and Dobby has a plan of his own this entire time. Like they show up and we've got this big huge fight going on, and Dobby's like, nah we're going to reveal that the heroes are shit. Um, and so he's got this big, huge thing planned where he reveals that he is uh, Toyo Todoroki, um, that his dad like the is... The manga people should have figured that out by now, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Honestly. That his, <laughs> that like, his dad is absolute trash. Um, um, 
you know, all of the horrible shit he did, like killing 30 people, um, all of the shit that he had to put up with as a kid, all of the shit that his siblings had to put up with as children. Um, and then he, you know, proclaims, you know, as he's standing in front of his, in front of his dad and his brother and his brother and his brother. I'll never forgive him. I won't forgive this bitch. All he says, who's all my list anime characters that want to fist fight? Y'all need to know that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so Dobby proclaims like the past never dies. And then, um, you know, this whole moment, uh, shows that like to the eyes of a very vindictive child who was abused and brushed aside by his parents after, um, after literally being raised and like he was he was praised as the as the as the golden child like he was going to be the one that was going to you know take over because that's he was the closest to what um ng was looking for in um in his perfect child um and then obviously shoto comes along and is like hey i'm actually the perfect child um and then um you know that heroes aren't always the good guys that sometimes they can be the villain um and then um the reason i brought up the hawks and twice thing is because of the fact that dobby was filming the entire fight that hawks killed twice because he needed video proof of a hero killing somebody and the way that he filmed it was because of the fact that it looked like Hawks killed somebody that wasn't putting up a fight. Which begs the question, could Dobby have saved twice? Yes. Did he use he, he that totally for could his have. own selfish gift? Correct. Oh, he totally could have, which is why I don't understand the fact that Toga still hangs on Dobby's words. Because Toga doesn't know either. Also, yeah. Toga joined with Dobby, and I feel like they have one of those relationships that are stuck whether they like it or not. Yeah. Toga's um, a needy person. Yeah. And then uh um, and then he then adds on to be like, hey, Hawks is also the reason that best genius has been missing because he killed him. Um and then- and then, and then the best part of this entire thing, literally the best part of this entire thing, like I love Dobby and everything, but literally I was cheering at this part. Best genius fucking flies in on a plane and jumps out of the plane and is like, haha, I'm still here. No, I was screaming because people had the nerve to tell me best genius was gone. Bitches. Like I knew it was any he... death you do not see on screen is not confirmed. Well, it was Correct. so funny. It was so funny because like um I was like I was like, are they gonna bring best genus back? Because literally um Bakugo said I thought of my hero name and I know who I need to tell first before I tell anybody I else what my hero genius. name is. And, and knew, then yeah. all of a sudden you're just like, Holy shit, they're gonna bring best genus into this. The chapter before it ends with like someone flying a plane. And I remember texting I, probably one of you and being like, it's best genus. And I was talking to another friend. He was like, was it me? Because I agree with someone you. else. And I was like, it's best genus. I can <laughs> guarantee no. the person yeah. coming out of that plane is best genus. Oh, yeah. hundred okay. percent. But yeah, so like it gave us like one of the best, like literally like this entire thing, like it led up to one of the best reveals. I feel like that Horiko, she's done is the reveal of best genus just it was perfect diving out of the fucking much better than the dobby reveal. much better than the dobby re- much better. 
I just think it was just and I knew he was coming home. I knew it. I argued with people about that. People like, <laughs> I could go, I'm waiting for someone. And I go, it's best genus. It's and people were genus. like, why would it be best genus? And I was like, why? 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 I was you so bad. Me. <laughs> I was so bad about it. And so what happened? Some bitches, I told you. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so Keto, how about you? Oh Lord have mercy. Y'all, if you can't tell by my unbridled ability to hold back words. I love this arc. Holy shit. I'm going to approach this by looking at my four favorite characters. Some of them we've already touched on, so I will be briefer. But like Hawks, Miruko, All Might, Bakugo. They are my loves. They are still my top four. And they've been my top four since I've seen them. Um, And I'll touch on all of them and what the war arc did to me. Because otherwise I'd never stop. So first up, my boy Hawks, who got his graciously told most of the story through it. But my boy went through with this war. For one... For what we all we, we have to remember that he has to come out of the fact that he is the traitor. So like you can't show remorse for betraying a group of people that you've been infiltrated with, even though he technically does have some. Um, you can't show that remorse because then your hero people are like, "Well, were you sympathizing with villains?" And you're like, "It's an ugly place to be." So he starts his war off. He kicks this off by the ultimate betrayal, his double agent reveal, and like that's already bad enough. You know, the battle of twice where I talk about that shit. I don't, when he speaks about him and he's like, he doesn't want to kill twice. He goes, you, I'm like, you're not a terrible mindless criminal. You're a good guy. And I just wish you wouldn't do bad things. I wish we didn't have to be here because you're such a good guy. And I love this line that we get to draw once again with heroes and villains. Because here's Hawks you know, fake killing best genius, but like doing these bad things and here's twice being praised for being a good person. Um, and I just love, the point is that that, that line is so blurred mm-hmm. and there's a reason that fight kicks off the thwart. There's it, It's a very clear, that's, that's why we have it, that mm-hmm. very gray line. I, I think about the Pirates of the Caribbean when um, Jack is like, you know, he's a pirate and a good man. Like it's that same energy and I love that. Um, and I love twice, but anyways, not important. Then Dobby comes out like a little bitch, which we've already discussed. Oof, talking on me being that saved. I love that. Um, and then just for Dobby to turn around and blast that path like that, like I was not here. It was not here. I'm serious when I say it's on site if I see Dobby's face, but like my boy Hawks is from beginning to end involved through this. This is literally, we're only here because of his successful infiltration. And I feel like we don't really think as much about that part. Because, you know, he's at the beginning and then he's gone for a second. Speaking of at the beginning and then gone, my queen, Miruko. After all the shit that happens in the second half of the war arc, I feel like we forget about the bad fucking assery of the first half. Because she, oh, she literally kicked all the ass. Her, she kicked yes. all the ass. And she was trying to keep up. Like, that. Yeah. I was like, nah, this is it. Yeah. She came literally through, was defeating entire legions of these fucking nomus. Like, kicking them out. She was like break her legs like broken or something. She yeah, and she was injured them. as fuck, and she kept going. And I said this before, and it's obviously not an option anymore because there is no school. But I really wish she would have tutored, uh, uh, mentored Bakugo. I she kicked really his ass that. into shape in the best That's way it. possible. Mm-hmm. In the best way possible, where Buzz Genius always wanted to straighten him out, Miruko would teach him how to be himself while still being the beloved hero. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that. I wanted that for him so bad. Um, but you know, they had to grow up at 16. Uh, anyways, the, um, um, but but like after Shiggy thaws out, you know, and all the shit goes to hell, 
she really was the star. When she was started losing them limbs, I was like, like, you know, I was like, not my baby. I remember I made a joke. I said, maybe, uh, maybe she could, we could figure out a reason to give them these people their limbs back. And I was like, no, nah, she have would a, want like a rope. <laughs> no, right. Cause I thought Lucy I was going to say, I was like, and do I was you have like, a tally of how many limbs got yeah. lost? People just kept yeah, robbing him. He cut his off. Yeah, but that was brilliant. Oh, brilliant. I don't even have that mark. I'm glad one of us mentioned it because I don't think anyone's having it specifically, but brilliant. I saw with that fucking scene. Aizawa but anyways, more hype too because damn. So much more. And I'm just sorry that I don't talk about him here, but I love Aizawa. Let's be clear. Anyway. Um, and at first I was like, yeah, maybe she can get some, you know, Aizawa lost a limb too. I was going to say, maybe there's a way to replace these. And I said, no, nah, that bitch would want like a robot arm. She would love that. She'd feel so badass. Uh, even though I wish she had her limbs back. God, I love her. What a beautiful woman. Um, but, but like, it is just her pushing like this, all the heroes pushing, even like uh, Endeavor with, with all his issues was constantly on loop. We, they have these heroes, these top ranking heroes, Hawks to all of them, all of them together. And then when Best Genius shows up, we are the top. We are the top. There is no pillar anymore. And it's this weight of knowing that the whole country rests on your ability to prove that you're more than what All Might was. Not like more, but like, like just because he's gone doesn't mean the world is over. Even though it feels like that a little bit, because when in doubt, he shows up. Because the entire beginning of this series is, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And then All Might saves the day. Because that is just the pretense of the hero society and so for these guys to be you know they've done this operation they've made these plans the last time there was a large-scale operation against the league of villains all might was the lead and so it's trying to, to to pull into that to be like we don't have a pillar i'm the number five hero and i have to show my shit like i'm protecting these people to the best of my ability we don't have a trump card anymore we all have to be the trump card and mm-hmm. i don't I, I think that's just brilliantly shown in that woman's fight god bless uh speaking of the pillar that bleeds into all might who is frankly not there he's not in the fight and in fact the only- that bitch to just be like I'm gonna try and help. Like, nah, sit down. Nah, nah, sit down, old timer. Sit down, old timer. And but no, that was one of my one of the moments that you do see him alive for this is watching on TV. And it's it's I know it's like a brief moment, and for most people, it didn't even like flaw past. But I am an all night stand, and so it's that image is just so strong for the. The fact that the last big battle, like I just said, that League of Villains was All Might's. The whole country watched him fight all for one. That was his big moment. And here's the next war. This is the biggest villain war of their lifetime. Maybe not the biggest all for one fight ever to exist, but in their lifetime, it is. The number of heroes on this operation, the number of villains they're attempting to take out, I think they captured like thousands of people. It's did insane number. Um, and this is the biggest operation ever in his lifetime, even. And he's not there. He can't be there. He's not useful. I think back to the moment of uh, Bakugo and Todoroki getting their hero licenses and them having to block All Might and protect All Might and him being so startled by the notion that he needs protecting. And I think this was just another layer of that. And it's just so important for what we have to get into. And then later for Deku's story of peeling back the layers of what All Might created. Um, and that'll get into later. And then finally, as Kenzie has already gone through his Bakugo God, the leaps and bounds my son goes through here. But when the when Shigaraki uh wakes up out of the soup and Deku <laughs> and Deku takes off running, 
trying to distract him because he realizes everything's literally dis-a-fucking-peering, like dissolving everything and everyone just starts running. And he's gone. And Deku's like, save the day. And Bakugo's like, bitch! Uh, that was one of my favorite moments. It was like, oh, if I could distract him, yeah. Well, no. And he's like, Kacho, what are you doing here? Just like, you fucking dumbass. And then just fly through this gun. He's gone. He's like, you think I was going to let you go by yourself? Bitch, nah. Uh, and then we get to see all of that shit that's been going on in his head. We've all had ideas. I've written the ideas down of why we get to Bakugo that hates Deku the way he does that hand in the water, his own insecurities wrestled with Deku's absolute lack of self-preservation and how it created this weird push out of this bullying, of this hatred uh, because of the combination of the shit he couldn't understand. But he was 13, uh, 12, what, he was five when he started, <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? And to that, bring that up to his body moved on his own. That parallel from the sludge monster where Bakugo is finally on that line with Deku. And I was talking to somebody once and they were like, oh, he finally caught up. I was like, no, 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 no. It's not about catching up. Remember, it's when to save and save to win. They have to learn how to be each other. And I think this was our moment for Bakugo to learn how to save to win. But I do not think Deku quite has learned to win to save and that is why i think that's, that's a hope that's for later yeah uh, the talk next about arc has proven that very to well. him learning exactly mm-hmm. he's still the same and I, I think that's what kills me it's not jumping in front of deku like i love that for bakugo in general it's the fact that he does that and it doesn't matter that is a monumental mm-hmm. moment for bakugo and it is not monumental whatsoever for the plot line of this arc like it's monumental for this kid like everyone's screaming, Bakugo, this development is amazing. And three panels later, Deku was doing exactly what Bakugo sacrificed himself to not do. And, <laughs> and Bakugo's like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> and I love it. I absolutely love it. And then we already talked about waking up in the hospital screaming. I don't have time for that. Uh, mm. But like, y'all, I love that. I love where that sits us uh, for the development of everyone. It was so good. Special mention to Ari because hello, Mirio came back and we talked about the fact that Ari learned how to use her fucking yes. voice. Nobody seems to talk about that. Like, why did we gloss over that? Like, I feel like that was completely glossed over. I was like, Ari is an angel. I, I think saying- lots of us suspected it was going to happen, which is why it gets glossed over, but it shouldn't be because it's. But no, it does. I did baby. not expect I expected it to occur, but not for the war. That was oh yeah, crazy. I didn't expect okay, that. Exactly not for the war. That was an uh, that was crazy. Muriel came back punching, and they don't really talk about. I guess my thing is like a lot, especially with the limb problem. And I kept saying maybe everyone will get their limbs back because Ari learned how to undo quirks. I thought but, that too. Right. So I and the fact that that doesn't get touched on, I think, is part of the reason I'm annoyed that we didn't actually touch on the fact that Ari was genius and we already talked about this genius. My love, I'm so glad he was alive. All you bitches who were no sit naysayers. Love him, love him, love him. Uh, but bless y'all. I was fed by the war arc. I could go on and on, but I've said more than enough. Shay, what y'all didn't even need me for this episode, did you? <laughs> <laughs> we, we always need you. Said you said it all. We always, we always need you. Say. Whoever gets the last lot really good. Hey, the you're show. talking about children. Um, go ahead. Uh, but okay, Horikoshi can't have it both ways. I, he can't be like these kids can't do shit. And then, like four chapters later, be like, these kids have to do literally everything. Um, <laughs> they were doing all the heavy lifting. You're right. <laughs> literally, these kids thought they said, "So your internships, you're all going to the same place. Uh, you're going to start evacuating people." And they're like, "For what?" 
what are we evacuating them for? World War Three, kids. We're literally <laughs> and they That's have, civil war, really. It's not world. They have yeah. like literally no time to prepare either. Like they were. I mean, they had school. <laughs> they had school that they were going through, and remember then they were that like, one essay you wrote for for <laughs> Yeah, please apply it. They, they were like, uh, yeah, spring break's over. Woo, now uh, we're about to start a war. The adults. And you're going to help us. And you're um, going to be mean, traumatized. I, I think, I guess it's it's all hands on deck. So sure, they're going to take everybody who has a quirk that is semi-trained to help the cause. But at the same time, like- they have told these kids again and again and again <laughs> that they shouldn't be using their quirks outside of school. And yes, they all do like have heroes licenses now, but they're like, even though you have heroes license, maybe you shouldn't do things until like you're signed with an agency and shit. And now they're like, it's a, it's a free for all. There's a lot of freshmen. A lot of freshmen. There were Literally. Months, right? where, where, where are the other schools? well okay Wait, in this we last saw chapter yeah in this last chapter they did like mention shiketsu that you that to for people to evacuate to shiketsu as well but we haven't seen any you know what people where were they in the ark they didn't recruit any other girls it was not the district keto <laughs> yeah we're only focusing on one district and apparently so, really so is all for one. Oh my god! Of course, Oprah was focusing on that one because you know that's where one for all is. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kyla. But like, well, and see, we need you. So, yeah, exactly. So, God, I mean, we haven't talked about Deku a lot because, frankly, Deku isn't in a lot of the war arc like we see flashes of him and when we do see flashes of him he's trying to harness and control different aspects of one for all mm-hmm. and it's like he used black whip once and now all of a sudden he can use like six more <laughs> and i'm like catch a catch on you remember fast. catch a catch on he practiced but um <laughs> but i was like okay it took him a lot of work to master like black whip and now all of a sudden he's pulling out like three of them simultaneously has a spidey sense i'm like yo where was was this train (laughs) um i enjoy that we get bakugo's hero name during the war (laughs) and i love the symbolism of it also just it just shows how much of an All Might fanboy Bakugo he is. is. He's such a nerd. Literally, the second I read his name, I was like, oh my god, he's a nerd. I love I it. Just wanted, I just wanted Deku. Like, it's He's so busy, but if Deku was in like, his right mind, he would have been like, damn, why did I name myself to All Might? <laughs> like, doing do like, his little so smart. I thought we agreed we wouldn't do that when we were six. <laughs> I mean, but, but let's talk about how Deku wouldn't have come up with anything like that. Like he, no, he was small. He, like. <laughs> like he would have been like, "I'm All Might too." I don't he know, All Might the second. Junior. Like <laughs> that's that's how Deku would. Um, I do love that we get the feature of all the pro heroes because up until the war arc, we've seen them as teachers. We've seen them in like smaller battles, and mm-hmm. we've seen like little blips of them actually using their quirks and in combat and stuff like well i mean we've seen aizawa all the time mm-hmm. um because i mean he's their teacher and we've seen like the other teachers when aizawa brings them in for training or when at, like we've seen endeavor a few times with Anomu. but this is where we really get to see all of the pro heroes like actually doing their shit and what I- you mean like the fat gum taxi 
<laughs> yes. Okay, the Phantom Taxi is the single best moment. But also, I really, really love um, the moments where we just see the pro heroes strategizing because we never get to see them like with their agencies and everything like actually being like okay this shit is going down what do we do and, and how do we never navigate do that this yeah children. the kids yeah they don't know to do that so <laughs> mm-hmm. i love when they're like strategizing and stuff um i don't know like there's not a lot of action in those chapters but i really do love seeing the pro heroes be pro heroes because until now we've seen them as mentors we've seen seen them as like tutors we've seen them as teachers but we've never seen them as pro heroes which is also why i like like vigilantes so much because you see them as pro heroes and vigilantes i mean this has already been animated but um we get one of my favorite characters who exists for literally two seconds which is obero shirakumo but i love aizawa and present mike and bringing them into that art <sighs> it broke my heart um and I, uh, I have a feeling that still hasn't been concluded. Mm-mm. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Definitely I don't think not. it has. No. I, I think we're going to see Kurogiri come back. They were even, alluding to it. So yeah, yeah, even, yes. even though he's detained right now and they're still trying to like reverse hey, we saw that the nomuization of people. So... Ooh. Do you think they I'm, can reverse it? I don't. Do you know, think Ari could do it? I want to know. I really hope Ari, because like Ari brought back talking <laughs> more about a poor little kid who shouldn't. I know. I know. But I, they, they, they already entered her in. Okay, I <laughs> wasn't trying to bet on Ari, and then they threw her in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like six. But yeah. so small. I mean, I do enjoy the war arc because things get a lot more serious, and on up until this point. It was very shonen. It was very like, we have a protagonist and this is his story. And Mm -hmm. now it's kind of blown the world open. Like, yes, Deku is still the focal point because he is the carrier of one for all. But now we're seeing the world of my hero as a whole Mm -hmm. rather than just like focusing on our protagonist. And it got a lot more serious. I'm like interested to see what the younger audiences of my hero start to think once we get this war arc animated true mm-hmm. because true. because we get our first like real death yeah and we get to see the trauma that mm-hmm. both um momo and Danky, who are literally with midnight when that happens god like the actual like legit trauma of watching somebody that they know and that they respect die right in front of them i don't even and think we saw enough of the trauma though because like, like yeah but like so i'm thinking got, from like the, but, but i'm thinking like from an anime perspective mm-hmm. like what they can do with that i agree yeah. the faces in the manga that they use to show the devastation of the kids and everyone else's faces is brilliant i cannot wait to see how they animate it i mm-hmm. i'm really excited but i'm i'm also really interested to see what anime only people think when we get our first like serious like really big death mm-hmm. and then it just goes south from there it goes to hell it does <laughs> it does so yeah i i really liked the war arc i'm interested to see what post-war what more post-war stuff we get 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of post-war, you know, we've just discussed the war arc, uh, absolutely tore open a lot of different things for our characters and their stories. Um, and so much uh, that has happened after is literally directly shaped by the events of this war arc, and rightly so, it was a lot. Um, so in comparison, how do you feel about what we've been given post-war in terms of material? Again, other storylines, character development, and so forth. Anything in particular that sticks out to you? Um, Shay, back back to you. Okay, so during the war arc, we, like you mentioned, we didn't see a lot of All Might because he really isn't necessary because he physically cannot be. Like, he's not needed because he's not useful at all. Like, they strategize with him because he knows he's fought all for one before like he knows like and he's he's carried one for all he he's a good strategist but he can't give any manpower um but in chapter 326 um we get to see what he's feeling about that and in the in the most shocking way mm-hmm because he's going around, he's looking at monuments of himself where people have written graffiti of how he he's not there, that he's abandoned I'm them and in their time of need, even though like everybody saw All Might lose one for all. They saw it like it was broadcast on national television. And when he passes that on to Deku that was broadcast for everyone to see mm-hmm. so the fact that people are still like fuck you all might you've forsaken us as yeah. the symbol of peace like that obviously is weighing on him because he doesn't know how to act he doesn't like like you guys said earlier with you know Todoroki and Bakugo having to protect him and he's like the, the idea of him needing protection is so foreign to him because he's been doing the protecting for so long. And he's like, wow, I really am useless. I really have forsaken these people. There is no symbol of hope. There is no symbol of peace anymore now that I am like this and I feel awful about it and I don't know where my place is in this world now. And fucking Stain shows up. Stain the hero killer shows up. And and he he shows up and he's like, How fucking dare you? How dare you say those things about yourself? Because you know what you meant to me? He's like, Yeah, I killed people because of you. Um (laughs) he's like, Yeah, I I killed people because of what you stand for. But but he's like, but I am, you know, I fought for my cause because you fought for your cause because like, I don't know, just it came, the inspiration (laughs) came from the least, like the least expected. I think that you escaped literally back for what (laughs) he he comes back for one chapter for what to lecture all might and and basically stand there and tell all might not to feel fucking sorry for himself (laughs) well but to also show him that other people are wiping this graffiti away people there are still people that believe in a symbol of peace and maybe it's not all might anymore but Mm -hmm. people still there there is still hope 
that the people are hanging on to and the fact that stain is the one to deliver that to all might i thought that was like the most genius thing horikoshi has done in a while yes honestly to bring back hero killer stain i knew he was coming i knew i knew he's coming to I then <laughs> to then come back to all might and be like look you might not be useful in the way you think, but you gave peace and hope to these people for so long. And you are the reason that I went out and, you know, had my ideals. Like, he's like, how dare you? Because if you are discrediting yourself, you are therefore discrediting me. And I don't like that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I think that has been my favorite. Like, I mm -hmm chapter so far post-war I mean it's like really close I guess you could call it like part of the war arc but like not it was like on the edge of it um mm -hmm. but I really really love that chapter specifically and we've had plenty of chapters since and I still hold on to that chapter because all I am also an all might stand like with my you. whole heart um, kitty ass I got you <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> I know I know um also, just Deku disappearing, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's the unfine meme. Now that's the unfine that, Yeah, me. but also him wearing Gran Torino's cape. Oh, that was nice touch. That was yeah. That was nice. I'm I am going to be so unwell when that happens. Unwell when when we see how he acquires Gran Torino's cape. Unwell. Extremely so very unwell so cat <laughs> okay did you like post war <laughs> did we necessarily need an entire arc of the Todoroki family values <laughs> no no we didn't we did not need that did I have to really enjoy the entire screen time of my best boy Shoto oh yeah I did because we literally got to see the entire like backstory like not just like oh Shoto and Toya and you know Fuyumi and Natsuo, all of that. No, no. We went back to Enji we and Ray meeting and their relationship. And so that's why I say the Todoroki family values, because we got them all. We got the entire thing. And this went on for several chapters. <laughs> and um, this was all in Enji being in the hospital. And then um, it was the whole thing of, hey, you know, I, it's my responsibility. I need to go kill Shoto and then not Shoto. No, no you were right. Toya. That's what he did. <laughs> That's exactly Toya. what he said. <laughs> he says I need to go kill Toya. And then Shoto's like, nah. No, we we need to go kill we <laughs> collectively as a unit as now a he, family now he's the one leaving no, look, now he's leaving he's the one leaving uh what is it endeavor's now the one leaving shadow on red and we've just swept we swept it yeah and it's a shame <laughs> are you out uh, there chugging out our our spawn <laughs> no <laughs> um and then um so like i personally have felt like this poor this post-war arc was kind of like in a like limbo for the manga like where's this gonna go like there was so many different little tiny itty bitty like arcs that were in here like there were a couple of little chapters here and there and it was almost like he was trying to like 
wrap up stuff, but also like start a whole bunch of stuff that just led to more questions. And I'm just like, huh? What? Because, you know, the work didn't have a, a conclusion. Because no, it just we've been kind still of waiting for it. It took a pause and said, "Yeah, don't. We're out. Bye. See ya. We we left. Um, no. We're gonna pause All the villains here. are out. The heroes we'll are reassess. sad. Oh. <laughs> we'll recess and then uh, we'll resume. When is it gonna resume? We don't know because it hasn't happened yet. Like <laughs> it's been a while. It's been like a year. <laughs> um, but damn, it's been a year. It's damn. been a year. It's, it's been a like year. It's been the a war year. arc ended at three oh six, I think." <laughs> yeah, I think so. it, it ended it ended yeah um but yeah no so um i've definitely felt like uh there's been a lot of backstory kind of stuff that they've brought into it like they had an entire hawks thing as well so um Thanks. the hawks one was very cute because baby hawks holding the uh endeavor uh, doll was the cutest thing in the entire freaking world I just also like little wings. Wings. Yeah. Little baby wings the baby wings um, Kenzie, how about you? I'm not happy. Okay, I'm like really holding on to it while you were talking. I'm not happy. Everyone's yes. gonna say it really nicely, and I'm not. Okay, so you know how in the past, the, po- the in the arc, the war arc, I was like, you know how like it was all like there was there was plot line. I'm so angry. I came talk. There were like plot lines that we were talking about, but I understood them all and I knew where we we're going. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I'm missing all the stuff I wanted to see. And I'm getting a bunch of shit I don't care about and isn't necessary to the plot line. And it's like a hundred chapters too long. Mm-hmm. I think we, yes, we need these backstories of the Todorokis, but do they need to be like 20 chapters? No, we don't need, we don't need this much. We, you could have explained it so much more concise. And like, we didn't get to see like, how are the students like class 1A, which we've followed. We for, haven't seen them in a while. How are they doing? It's you my know? hero academia. Damn. How are they doing? Aizawa, I didn't know if he was alive for a good. Like, oh my God. There were several real. characters. We didn't know if they were alive or not. Like they held, I let's see, see, Momo. Momo, Jiro, well, even Deku, like they held Deku and Bakugo for the longest time. Like we saw, like we saw a whole bunch of, like literally, they said, "Oh, here's the Todoroki shit," and you'll find out about the rest of the students later. We didn't. We found unconscious in bed, and it was like family drama. What? <laughs> it was. It's just so much, so much of stuff I don't want and don't need, and so much of what I thought was what was important to the manga and what's important to the readers. And there are some good pieces sprinkled in. You know, I fell in love with Lady Nagant just like the rest of us. Hell, yeah. fucking killed her, and I love her. But it was beautiful. But, yeah. but it was it was a good death. It was it was a death that needed to happen. Um, seeing society how it is, yeah, that's important. Stain, great. Bakugo's apology. Yeah, Deku, why the fuck are you sending letters? That's so annoying. Um, yes to Deku going feral, reverting back to the I have to do it all on my own idea. Love it, love it. The sac love and the sacrifices, yes. Good of the rest, dumbass. Yes, ideals, got it. We get it. It feels so drawn out. Mm-hmm. It's just happening so long and it's so unnecessary. I don't need one uh, all for one explaining how he's gonna like defeat everyone like Again. for the 20th time. Like, dude, you're failing over and over and over again, and I just don't care about you. You've literally been doing this for 120 years, bro. Like, I don't care. I don't in, care. <laughs> they bring in stars and stripes just to kill her. For what? Like, it, it was just so unnecessary. Just I to know. be like, here's Shigaraki again. And he didn't even acquire a quirk from her because she bossed him. 
Yeah, she's, she's a boss ass bitch. Yeah, she is. And she's I love that. But then they bitch. fucking killed her. Um, yeah. It just also fucked the traitor plot line. It sucked. Oh my it was God. Predictable. We talk about that later. And it was unnecessary. All right. Horikoshi been saying he's almost done for like a year now. And what are we doing? Uh-oh. Don't ruin a good story for monetary. Value. And then the fact Please. that he says he feels like he's still got another year left is because they're drawing him out. It's I don't I don't know if he's lost autonomy or whatever, but like it needs to stop because he's going to ruin a good story. So we, got, right. we got plenty of time to talk about him in a minute. Keto, you go. You. Let me stop. Uh, I'm crying at Shay's point. I just want to re- reaffirm that that stain came out of the woodwork to send a love loader to All Might and it ruined me. Thank you. <laughs> I want to reaffirm that they refer to it as stains a love letter to all might like the other pro heroes literally say that he gave us all this good information along with his love letter to all might and i'm like thank you uh, i knew there was a reason that they were my favorite hero and villain um unimportant <clears throat> but hero society fallout from the very beginning of this the scene that sticks out to me the most in all of my hero and you guys are like what it's the very beginning when bakugo is stuck in a slime monster and all of these heroes say i can't help Mm-hmm. and the quirkless kid running in is what puts everyone into motion and that is to me one of the most powerful scenes of the entire show and i've been waiting patiently for society to fall apart and that is what i wanted i mean there's plenty of problems i have with post-war stuff but the societal fallout is beautifully done one panel in particular that just kills me it's right at the end it's still technically war arc but it's after all the fighting is done and Udanaka, i think froppy's there as well is doing her best running from building to building lifting debris exhausting herself you see her covered in sweat and grime and she's doing her fucking best and i think like the last time we saw her she was fighting toga or some shit you're like oh i'm, I'm seeing my girl doing her rescue shit i was also super turns, underwhelming by the way it very we're not gonna talk about that i'm not i'm not talking about that i ha- I don't have time for that i'm trying to stay streamlined sorry <laughs> i could go on forever no oh, here it goes she god damn i'll talk about you in a minute and um and she looks over to a pro hero who is frozen staring at one of the most sad scenes that we've seen it's just a ton of people it's it's a wide it's like three panels wide across the whole page and it's just these people completely people screaming for help plot bubbles of you know some have words some are just screams you see children trapped under rubble and he looks off into the distance horrific destruction and you know in his eyes and he just says i'm done this was just a big mistake maybe i should find a new job she's 16 and she's staring and she's listening to this and right afterwards you get this panel with i think it's mina staring over it's probably the boys just crying because this you know everyone is so hurt trauma. and the trauma the trauma uh and that i thought that line killed me and then um when death arm retired and mm-hmm. he said this job's been running me ragged i can't seem to catch a break and what did we get from it rants doubts rage yeah, I know there's some support for us out there, but one loud heckler easily drowns out 10 fans when they just keep coming. And he says, I thought I was different, better. I'm sure we all did once, but nah, I'm no hero. I'm only human. And I sobbed. That's what I want. This is what I want because I hated my hero for creating a world. My issue with Deku being quirkless was that we had a world where you told a five-year-old kid that you can't be a hero who says that that your possibilities are endless i hate the i hate the the rhetoric of telling a child no you can't be a hero i think it's disgusting uh and that's what i've always i've been waiting for the stomp of hero society for so long and that is like 
that that shit where these heroes are like, why am I here? That shit hits, and it's done beautifully amongst the bullshit going on. Um, I love that fall when they're throwing rocks, but I think at some points Deckers running through it. They're just like, get out of town. We don't want you here. We'll we'll hold our own town down. I fucking love this collapse of society. Um, Kathy briefly mentioned it, mentioned it, but the Bakugo apology, thank you. The entire whole love letter to Deku from Class One A, <laughs> that was just funny. <laughs> um, uh, we talked about uh, Kathy also mentioned Lady again, and I love her, uh, but I really love the Hawks parallel there that yes. we got that another line drawn because, like I said, Hawks went through it last last round. He went through it, and I think it's really uh, important that we have the you know, who the fuck are you? I'm your replacement, and I think that was a fucking bomb ass line again. Um, like I said, it's all back to societal hero hero uh, hero society. I can't wait to see what that happens. I feel like. Um, annoyed in all all manner of what he's doing to get there but i have faith that i will get what i wanted from hero society collapse so so that's great uh but we've gone on and on about what we did and didn't like in regards to the story and the characters themselves so now let's take a little more uh, a little closer look at the man himself horikoshi we love you and you brought us this brilliant world of quirks and heroes and villains but nobody's perfect we have already discussed some of his choices above, but anything else in particular about the mangaka's choices, why he's made the decisions he has, where he has surpassed your expectations or fallen flat, cat. So don't get me wrong. I love a lot of things about my hero. And we've praised Horikoshi for a lot of things in the past. But in all honesty, with the exception of Feral, Vigilante Deku being feral as fuck, nothing really truly memorable has stuck out to me since the end of the war arc. And I don't know if dragging this out was his decision or if it was the decision of his editor or publisher or what, but I just don't get excited to read each chapter, read um, a chapter each week. Like, I forget that it comes out. I, I honestly do. Until yeah. there's like, until there's like four, yeah. <laughs> like four chapters already out. And yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I missed like four I, chapters. I, until this podcast episode, I was probably 12 behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he had a great start. Good momentum going forward. But then it was just, like, almost as soon as, like, the, like, popularity of, like, My Hero finally hit. And then, like, boom, like, let's milk the story. Um, and then, um, you know, a, a good shonen series doesn't need to be a thousand chapters. Mm-hmm. It does not need to be a thousand chapters long. Um, it doesn't have to have fight sequences that span two volumes Please. of manga. Um, and yeah, that was the norm back, the, you know, back in the early heyday of Shonen, um, because that's what they we did. Hated it then too. Um, and for a while there, it felt like Horikoshi was kind of going a different route. Like he wasn't going to follow that, you know, Shonen path. But these last several months worth of chapters reminds me very much of me reading through the end of naruto and bleach and the fact of it being dragged out like a lot of the stuff where we're like hey where's this character where's this character literally the entire last arc of bleach the entire time you're saying where's ichigo because he went missing for 20 plus chapters and he's the main character of the story 
And it was just like, so that's what it just felt like. And then I, I just, I just feel like he's falling into that shonen pit, and I'm, I'm just, I'm scared to see how this ends because I really had hope for it that it like wasn't going to, um, it wasn't going to be like all of the other shonen series, and unfortunately, I think it is. And again, that goes to show like. We don't know if it's Horikoshi doing it or if he is being told he has to do it this way. We don't know. Kido, how about you? Uh, yeah, we mentioned it last week, but like uh, the women, um, I don't understand why um, they got to do that uh, to them that way. I already mentioned it. I mean, I'm depressed now. Uh, I, I already mentioned Uraga. Like we okay, I get an opportunity. Everyone's growing during this war arc, and it's beautiful. And Uraraka fights Toga as she fights about Deku. Are you fucking shitting me? Are you fucking shitting me? Harukoshi, what the fuck? Midnight just died. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why do we? Why do we have a girl cat fight over a boy mm-hmm. who doesn't care? He's literally fighting for his life. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? There's horrendous horrors happening all around us. And you really made that fight about a fucking oh my god. I'm not gonna talk about one to throw up. We've already talked about introducing badass females and then killing them immediately. Uh, but whatever. Um, I know they showed an author suck at women, but I was really hoping he was different. God, I did what you like like what you said, Kat. Like I just I just feel like I just feel like, oh God. We had hopes for Horikoshi ad. He disappointed me. Uh, he has. I don't think he's gonna ruin it, but I just feel like he ruined such good potential. You know, I didn't expect a great ending out of Naruto, but I did expect this one to blow my expectations. And I feel like he let us up and he brought us down. Same thing, plot dragging. I again, I don't know if it's his fault. I, I think he's got a certain length of that he might have to stick to. I mm-hmm. don't know if he's doing it for the money. I know contracts can be messy. But I mean, I, it would make sense if he's being, you know, forced to keep going, you know? It would make sense for why he's literally throwing in dead plot lines. Speaking of, Shay. Yeah, so this uh, kind of furthers our theory of Horikoshi is not in control of how long this manga has to be. Because he concluded the tra- traitor arc. He concluded it after people were like, yo, Horikoshi, what happened to the traitor? And he was like, oh shit, I forgot. And then concluded it with like, There's, there was no traitor, you guys. Just just kidding. And then we suddenly get a traitor out of nowhere. We, we, get, we get a chapter where like, <laughs> all for one's like, yeah, and we have friends on the other side. And then at first, sure, you think it's going to be Invisible Girl because that's easy. She's invisible. We haven't oh, it seen been so much ever. Um, but it turns out to be our sparkling, twinkling, also fine. lovable. You know, he. we also haven't seen him around for a while. Um, yeah, I know. He, he, like, he like, wasn't important. He's like, not. All right. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't know if it's genius or if it's just a cop out because we haven't seen him in a while. I'm like still on the fence on like, oh, Horikoshi was like looking through the list of like students <laughs> and was like, who have we not, who have I not written about in a while? That one, the one with the belly button well, laser. The ones that made sense were Hakagure and Oyama. They were the two that had the sense based on the original attack on USJ. But, yeah, 
like when you go back at it you're like okay but also like if it was I, dumb. Was no it was dumb. truly b- born like quirkless like why would he be given a naval laser as a quirk like that would be the shittiest quirk to be given i would be like give me a better one bitch like, me? 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 <laughs> or some shit. like give me something <laughs> easy to command bro so and so then they I, come up with this idea that it's like rege- his body's rejecting it or something because yeah, never- and I was like that- I get Deku had that but they all had th- like your rocket throws up yeah like, like they all have yeah. like and he gets a double whammy that like he can only shoot the laser out of his belly button and he gets sick if he does it too much like like why would you switch it out? Like okay, I'm planting you in this school. This one's not working. Let's give him a new one. Like you hear me? Give him a new quirk or something. I don't know. But um, I mean, and then it was like okay, now we have to find a reason why I am. Oh, I know. I'll kill his family if if he doesn't so do bad. this for me. And I'm like, that's the oldest trick in the book, isn't it? Blackmailing somebody by saying I'm gonna kill your whole family if you don't do this for me okay and then i guess we get to see like in this past chapter and stuff like ayama's really like i don't want my family to die if i become a double agent and one for all well all for one uh finds out he's like um because i don't want my family to die but also i don't want all my friends to die so like i don't know what i'm gonna do and as i was like get your shit together man i don't know what to tell you like he's like literally looking at ayama like get your shit together right with now his one <laughs> eye. Like, with his one eye yeah he's like get yeah, your shit together right yeah. now like, <laughs> but yeah i i'm like great okay we brought back the trader and now he's just fishing he, he is scraping the bottom of the barrel to try and like drag this traitor thing on with Ayama. And I'm like, we could have just like thrown him in jail and been like, we'll figure out a solution later and it'll be one chapter and it's done. But now it's like four chapters later and we're still, we're still <laughs> talking about the, the same shit. <laughs> we're still talking about the same shit. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, my, that's my qualms with uh, Horikoshi right now. <laughs> no to the traitor no to only (laughs) using women as a propeller for the men of the story no to extending the story for no fucking reason (laughs) (laughs) I need the listeners to understand that Kenzie's note for this bullet is just those words exactly in all caps that's it but I said it really calmly because I'm just so done like I really don't have anything to add you guys all touched on things that I wanted to touch on and I've talked about a lot in the last point that we were discussing I just I'm just annoyed and the fact that I'm I was so like with the war arc I was waiting for every update every single time and I understand that the manga is not always going to have that Mm -hmm. but like even when Jujutsu Kaisen had its lulls I was still reading it every time because it was written well and this doesn't feel like it's written well anymore Mm -hmm. and I hate that because Horikoshi had his points where I didn't agree with him and I didn't like what he was doing especially with like use of women characters but this is just annoying and i'm just annoyed mm-hmm. fair enough fair enough that's where i'm at <laughs> well we have done a lot of ranting but it's because we love you guys uh but after all the discussion uh let's wrap it up i feel like it's only appropriate to end this kind of discussion with a simple question where do you think it's all going what do you think is end game or what do you want to see do you think when do you think we'll reach it if you feel like it uh, i'll go first 
Um, so my wish hasn't changed. I don't think it's impossible. I don't think I'm going to get it, but I want Deku fueled by the support of all his friends and heroes um, to, like, I want his energy to revitalize society's views on heroes. Like, he finally figures out, finally figures out he's not alone properly, and that that energy feeds the entire population. Uh, not like a pillar, but as a unit, as in we're all stronger together, civilians and heroes alike. Um, I think he will save Shigaraki because it's such a plot point, but not in a like typical, I'm going to save him. I think he will save his spirit, like the mind side of him, because Shigaraki has effectively been a Rochimaru'd. Like, it's, it's you know, I, mean, I didn't think that was going to happen either. Pissed me off when I was talking about it. Um, so I feel like he is going to save Shigaraki from the wrath of all for one in that regard. And then Shigaraki will pass. I think we're going to find his death in peace after Deku saves him from whatever the mentality of All for One is. And that is going to weaken All for One to the point that Deku is finally able to final blow this. He will destroy All for One. And naturally, if All for One dies, everything he's connected to will also disappear, including one for all. One for all. Yeah. God, let me have this, y'all. Okay. So uh with his death, we lose one for all. The ranking system abolished. Okay. But everyone still whispers about how Deku is number one anyway, even though he's quirkless. The commission is either abolished or reformed. One of our beloved heroes uh at the helm. I don't know who it's gonna be. Maybe a Hawks type character since he was jerked around by the people a lot. Maybe some of our characters that are missing limbs because they are no longer in action. Either way, we'll get a new structure for how heroes are you know, ra- you know, raised and treated, whatever have you. Um, what is the word learned? How they become heroes. Um, All Might will pass. I don't think we're going to get out of this without losing All Might. Uh, but he gets to pass at peace. I don't think they're going to make him pass at a terrible time unless we're going to the bitch. That's going to wreck he- me, though. I oh, no, gonna It's going to wreck us all. The whole nation is going to mourn. It'll be beautiful, but he'll be able to leave at peace because it's in good hands. We'll have a nod back to Night Eye for that guarantee it and then we close out what i want is like you're back on squad it's a similar situation from the beginning where there's some kids stuck in some situation some terrible like whatever's happening and the heroes of course will show up but like everyone will everyone gets to be a hero and we're going to see a complete 180 from the situation of bakuya being stuck in the goo and that's going to be like like the end like it's it's going to be please please Horikoshi, i know you're not listening to me but that's what i want okay kenzie what do you want what i want and what i think is going to happen are two very different things what i want is a bittersweet profound storyline and ending gross (laughs) but as shay is gonna say i think it's gonna be a stupid happy ending shut up and i wouldn't think this i thought we were gonna get more of a real ending like you know realistic i mean even in keto's ending there's real there's realism there all might dies there's an abo- there's abolition of, of the hero of the ranking system. There's there's still realness to that. It's not everyone gets what they want. Um, but but we start getting all this dumb, drawn out BS that I've already ranted enough about. And I'm just like, he's gonna go the cop out route that satisfies more people than like me. Anyways, <laughs> but what I want is the Lexi ending, which is gonna what I'm gonna call it because Lexi's the one who put it into my head. Um, Deku has to give up one for all completely. Yes. Ending the succession line in order to defeat all for one. Deku becomes number one in name only. And maybe Bakugo does, but he hates it because he never truly beat Deku. 
Mm-hmm. And that would, that's like the one thing that would Ooh, just like, Okay, I will take that. I don't like it. I want the ranking system abolished, but yes. 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 Um, and then I would also be fine with abolishing Hero Society, the whole shebang. I'd like more of that, like putting everyone on a level playing field. Uh, and I, I would almost like it to end where it's like, we have a long way to go. Like this, this, we are not fixed and perfect right after this. All right. All right. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. It's not like I want everyone to die and be sad. That's not bittersweet. That's just realistic. (laughs) Realistic. And yeah, I want a realistic ending. Anyway, Shay, what do you want? Yeah. As much as I would like, like a realistic ending and stuff, this fan base is so huge and it is a younger fan base. True. So I do think we're going to get a happy-go-lucky shonen ending. Um, I don't know, though, because, like, I mean, we've had the war arc, which has been pretty intense. and But, like, with how things are going right now, I do think they're going to circle back to the... And that's how I became the number one hero yeah. uh, intro that we get at the beginning of literally every episode. Um, it, like, this is the story of how I became the number one hero. We're not going to get through this, though, like keto said without all might's death Hmm. and i do think it's going to happen before the big showdown between deku and all for one i know i i think because because what i think is gonna happen is deku's gonna harness all of the one for all power and he's and he's gonna see All Might where he sees everyone else with but all that's the all previous like, Yeah, I'm trying to pretend it wasn't um, Lucy. I looked at so I didn't have to think about it. <laughs> I like it. But really? also, yeah, and I, yeah, and I don't think All Might's gonna die in battle or anything. I think he's gonna go how Night Eye predicted it from his from from his everlasting injuries. Mm-hmm. and just the fact that he coughs up blood every two seconds i don't know yeah like <laughs> um but i know i i have a feeling we're gonna get all my stuff i have a feeling we're gonna get shigaraki's death um i don't know if that means we're gonna get any others i know those two are definitely essential don't kill a kid We'll right. kill native. Look, if it kills off native, we'll get people we don't care about dying. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I think we might get a class one A death. Oh come if, on! Is it going to be like the traitor or something? I don't. I don't think they kill Ayama. I always say but, that because I I feel like if you were going to do it, you should have done the work. Yes, you should have. I thought but, we were going to lose someone in the war. But like, a, but I think there's another war arc coming that's more going to be more intense because we need to have the final showdown true true we have to have the final showdown and the way he's dragging out everything beforehand i think he has if he is not being controlled by some higher power to drag this thing out he's dragging the manga out right now so that he can prepare for what this next arc like the final arc is going to be but i do think it's going to come full circle and roundabout and it'll be all sunshines and rainbows at the end just don't wear them it it won't like end with Deku mm-hmm. on a pile of rubble, like just like <laughs> nobody's left. So number obviously one. I'm number one. <laughs> like, uh, Original AOT. But I do I do think it might go like Keto's route where he's he only says he's the number one hero and maybe that sentence isn't finished. Like here's the story of how I became the number one hero along with all my friends. Right. 
Here's right. the story of how I became the number one hero to these certain people, but not to like society as a whole. To myself. Yeah. There's a something. but. There's a but. Yeah. 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 I think I think there's like an end to that sen- sentence. It's not finished. But yeah, Kat, what do you think? So the way that I would want it to end versus the way that it will end. <laughs> very, very different things. Because again, he is falling into the shonen trap. And I have a no, feeling Uranaka, please. I don't <laughs> want to have please. If you're going to fall in the shonen trap, just don't fall into the shonen trap where you give us a fucking pairing at the end with an awkward time skip. Don't do that. Please, no awkward time skip. Please. Give me gay Bakugo. No <laughs> awkward. Like I don't time. care. I don't even care. I don't want. I don't want any shipping at all. I don't care all. what their families look like. Out no, of no, this. no, I don't like, care. I don't, I don't mind them being older, but I want them as heroes older. I don't fucking care about anything else. Mm-hmm. I was like, just saying that's the trope, though. That's they fight the, on the yeah. scene like they end up like here, like the heroes are here, like some shit like cute like that. Like, and it's the them, end. like but they're grown, the mist, but that's yeah. it. Yeah, but they're grown. That's K. That's cool. But like, nah, don't fucking yeah. be a family. But like, because like, as I've no stated marriages. multiple times, you know, he is Who definitely high school sweetheart. Uh, apparently, everybody from a shonen protagonist uh, standpoint. Um, but anyways, um, I I mean, I definitely agree with everything that everyone else is saying um with how i also want this to go because i feel like all of us have a pretty set standard for how we all perceive my hero and how we all perceive how we would want it to end because we all kind of feel the exact same way about it and how it's going to end is probably going to piss us off and yeah. th- that's just how i feel about Why shonen I'm- distancing already <laughs> Me. i'm trying to just like lob off yeah and it's, the it's, it's like, one of the reasons why i will never put my hero high enough on a top favorite list so um but yeah that's that's basically all i gotta say so <laughs> Ooh, well that was that was a talk that was a talk i think <laughs> i wrote that on a sour note ending and i feel bad about it now but hey you stuck with good. us Thank you all for joining us uh, for this week's episode. Next week, we will have a special guest. <laughs> Join us with Pete from What Do You Say Anime Podcast as we reveal to you our top 10 anime list. It's going to be a party. <laughs> as always, you can find any of us um, on at she anime Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, or you can send us an email at SheAnimePodcast at gmail.com. We're all pretty active on social media, so you can always find at least one of us. Now, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.